chapter nine of the ship of stars this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the ship of stars by arthur quiller couch chapter nine enter the king's postman a faint south wind murmured beneath the eaves it died away and for an hour there was peace on the towans then the sands began to trickle again and the rushes to whisper and bend away from the sea toward the high moors over which the gulls had flown yesterday and disappeared by and by a spit or two of rain came flying out of the black northwest the drops fell on the path of the sand but the sand drove over and covered them racing faster and faster day rose and taffy awoke the house walls were shaking with each blow the wind ran up a scale of notes and ended with a howl he looked out sea and sky had melted into one only now and then white surf line heaved into sight and melted back into gray after breakfast he and his father started to battle their way to drendennis house while humility barricaded the door behind them taffy wore a suit of oilers of which he was mightily proud they made their way under the lee of the towans to escape the stinging sand within trendennis gates they found a couple of pine trees blown down across the road and scrambled over their trunks before lessons taffy boasted a lot of his journey to honoria and almost forgot to be sorry that george did not appear though it was wednesday they had no trouble in reaching home the gale hurled them along taffy leaning his back against it could scarcely feel his feet touching ground humility unfastened the door looking white and anxious before they could close it again the wind swept a big dish off the dresser with a crash taffy slept soundly that night he did not hear a knocking which sounded on the house door soon after eleven o'clock the man who knocked came from Tresetter, one of the moor farms oh sir did ye see the rockets go up over ennis there'll be dead men down pond the island rocks taffy slept on when he came downstairs next morning there was a stranger in the kitchen a little old man huddled in a blanket before the great fireplace where a line of clothes hung drying humility was stooping to wedge a sandbag under the door she looked up at taffy with a wan little smile there has been a wreck she said glory be exclaimed the stranger from the fireplace taffy glanced at him but could see little more than the back of a bald head above the blankets where's the ship he asked gone answered the vicar coming at that moment from the inner room where his books were she must have broken up in less than ten minutes after she struck the island parted and gone down in six fathoms of water and the men was father there it bewildered taffy that all this should have happened while he was sleeping there was no time to fix the rocket apparatus she was late in making her distress signals but i doubt if anything could have been done she went down too quickly but taffy's gaze wandered to the bald head he was washed clean over the ridge where she struck and swept into innes pool one big wave carried him into safety one man out of six hallelujah 
cried the rescued man facing round in his chair might ha been scat like an eggshell and here i be shoutin praises taffy saw that he was a clean-shaven little fellow with puckered cheeks and two wisps of grey hair curling forward from his ears mr raymond frowned i am sure said he you ought not to be talking so much i will sing and give praise sir beggin' your pardon with the best member that i have who is weak and i am not weak who is offended and i burn not hallelujah amen he took his basin of bread and milk from humility's hand and ate by the fire she had wrung his clothes through fresh water and as soon as they were thoroughly dry he retired upstairs to change he came back to his seat by the fire now i be like puzzle paul he said rubbing his hands and stretching them out to the blaze after his shipwreck you know when the folks pawned the island showed in kindness this is the lord's doing and it is marvellous in your eyes not fearing nor doubting with christ by my side i hopes to die shouting the lord will provide humility thought that for certain the shipwreck had turned his head but where do you come from she asked they call me jacky pasco ma'am but i calls myself the king's postman jacky pasco is my name windron is my nation nowhere is my dwelling place for christ is my salvation i was brought to a minor over to wheel jewel in illogan parish but got conversion fifteen years since and now i go about praising the name i've been minor kefender cooper mason seaman scissor grinder umbrella mender holy bumper all my turns i sticks my hands in my pockets and waits on the lord and what he tells me to do i do this day week i was up to fowey working on the tip footnote loading the vessels from the jetties End footnote. there was a little schooner there the garibaldi of newport discharging coal the lord said to me arise go in that there schooner i sought out the skipper and said where be bound for next back to newport says he that'll suit me i says and persuaded in to take me but the lord knew where she were bound better in the skipper and here i be it seemed to his hearers that this man took little thought of his drowned shipmates mr raymond looked up as he strapped his boots together you were not the only man in that schooner he said rather severely glory be who be i to question the lord's ways one day i picked up a map and seed a place on it called little sins little sins wants great deliverance says i and i started clane off and walked to the place though i'd never so much as heard of it till then twas harvest time there and i danced into the field shouting glory glory the harvest is plenty but the laborers be few the farmer was moved to give me a job pond the spot i bided there two years and built them a chapel and preached the word in it they offered me money to stop and preach and i laid it before the lord but he said you're the king's postman keep moving keep on moving i've built two more chapels since then 
late that afternoon three bodies were recovered from the sea the captain the mate and a boy of about sixteen and were buried in the churchyard next day as soon as the inquest was over pasco followed the coffins and pointed the service at the graveside with interjaculations of his own glory be amen alleluia great redemption to the vicar's surprise the small crowd after a minute began to follow the man's lead until at length he could scarcely read for these interruptions at supper that night pasco sprang a question on the vicar be you converted he asked looking up with his mouth full of bread and cheese i hope so ah you hopes tis a bad case with ye then when a man's convarted he knows seamen to me you bent you don't show enough of the bright side now as i go along my very toes keep ticking salvation down goes one foot glory be down goes the other amen ah i must dance for joy he got up and danced around the kitchen i wish the man would go humility thought to herself his very next words answered her wish i'll be leavin to-morrow friends i've got a room down to the village and i've borrowed a razor i'm goin to tramp round the mines at the back here and shave the miners at a ha penny a chin that'll pay my way there's a new preacher planned to the bible christians down to ennis as i'm goin to help he my dears don't ye tell me the lord didn't know what he was about when he cast the garibaldi ashore he left the parsonage next day ma'am he said to humility on leaving i salute this here house peace be on this here house for it is worthy he that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward two mornings later taffy looking out from his bedroom window soon after daybreak saw the prophet trudging along the road he had a clean white bag slung across his shoulder it carried his soap and razors no doubt and every now and then he waved his walking-stick and skipped as he went End of chapter nine